you, you should always have the mindset of just, you got to keep growing. Yes. Yeah. Never. So as soon as you get it, okay. What's what do they call it? Plateau, right? Is that, yeah, is that's, that? In a hospital, you're dead when you see that flat line. <laughs> that ain't a good thing. It's the same thing in business. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have little peaks of it, but it should always be going right. up. I ain't have What's up, guys? Welcome to the Two Suits in a War Room podcast, where we come together to discuss the day-to-day obstacles of starting and building a business from the ground up. I'm your host, Alex, and sitting to my left, my good buddy, Eric. What's going on, buddy? What's happening, everybody? How's EP, it going? EP Johnny, we like to call him. You know here. it. Hey, you know it. EP, my man. Um, so today is, give or take, the one-year anniversary. Yeah, give or take a couple of days. Of when the world turned upside down. When we, uh, 2020, when we had pretty much not so much the COVID, but more so when we went into a state of national emergency and that was right around whether or not it was an emergency or not, um, it sure seemed like it was, uh, well, it was declared as one and that's kind of how we had to, and this was all new for us. Yeah. We had to participate as, you know, and this is, uh, everyone had to participate and act as if it were, uh, uh, an emergency, um, and follow the guidelines that first kind of came out was and all these guidelines like they were totally it was like wing it yeah someone in an office who knows nothing about my business tell me how to run my business it was and and that was the tricky part is that we were all kind of under the same umbrella and it was you were scratching your head i'm still scratching my head on on doesn't make sense. what businesses were essential and what weren't so let's kind of let's kind of back up let's start there yeah that's a good place to start let, let's kind of back up what what do you feel like essential businesses what does that mean to you well you know and i i don't know i can't answer that question i can answer it okay if you own a business in the united states a free country you are essential and you should be running your business every day and doing whatever it takes to survive and thrive no matter what that's my take on it yeah every business is essential I, it's such a it was such if a, you're providing for your family yours sure. is not yeah, more yeah, important yeah. than yep. mine that's my take on it that's your take on essential yeah. business yeah um yeah i don't know i mean when this first came out it's it's we've got to follow what they were saying um had to be done and it, you're kind of going well can i technically under their rules be running my business um right and that's where it kind of became such a gray area because people were like well I, I need to run my business because, like you're saying, I need to provide for my family. And if that's not the case, then I need, you know, um, resources uh, if I'm not allowed to run my business. Right. And that's why it was like, it was scary at first because I'm less super scary. I'm less than a year old for my business, um, and you nine years in, and I didn't know what to do. Well, and you I was just, a little ignorant when all this stuff happened because it was all new to me. I didn't really know how to take it all in but looking back i would have definitely done some things different but also i did some some things that i definitely am glad i did at that time but i mean when did you start the meat yeah so so i'm less than a year old and and you were doing taxidermy until doing taxidermy and i told the story last week my phone starts ringing off the hook because the meat industry kind of got turned upside down and yes i own a deer processing business at the time and it's kind of just sitting there empty so i'm thinking how can we incorporate that business right now when it's needed the most and it's just sitting there empty so that's the first thing that popped in my head when people were calling me hey do you guys do sell meat all this and that and all these giant meat plants were getting shut down and all i could think about is what can i do how can i 
turn this into an opportunity and use this meat plant that I have that's just sitting empty right now. So let's rewind. Back were, it up. Yeah. <laughs> were you, you were still a, a, you owned a taxidermy business and when did you officially start opening okay. your doors for the meat processing? Well, like, give me, give me a month okay, because so this I happened, this happened in March. How do, I got a reverse engineer This kind of started. There July, June, no, we'll say like <clears throat> June 1st, we'll just say. May, June, May, April. So it was three months from idea till up and running full bore. And the idea came when? I want to say April, I would think. Wow. Okay. It was during all the shutdowns. Got it. So yeah. you, wow, that's crazy to think that you were running this taxidermy business, taxidermy right. by business. myself because yeah. my employees were told to stay home. Right. And you're going in, in, in scratching your head and going, okay, this is going to go on. We don't know how long it's going to go on. It's still going on. It's still going on. Literally. Um, and you're like, well, I need to take advantage of the stuff that I have. I need to uh, transform so I can keep growing because I'm running a business and I need to keep moving forward. Yeah. And that was the mindset that you had. It was, yeah. And my, my mindset was like, I just knew that there was an opportunity for that side of the other side of my business. That was just a small part. You know, we do that three or four months out of the year. I just knew there was this big opportunity there and I wanted to capitalize on it. Right. So, so all these meat places are, are shutting down. Yeah. And that's because they would get COVID and then they have an outbreak and then they shut down. And then now other plants can't get meat from them. And those places can't deliver to your grocery store. And now you can't get meat at all. So not only, could you not get meat? I couldn't even get meat. But I wanted meat? to. This is how funny this is. This is how ignorant I was. I'm like, we're gonna ramp this meat business up. I'm yeah. gonna open a, a state inspected so I can start selling stuff. Yep. Because doing deer processing, I can't sell anything. We're just custom processing. You bring it to me. We're gonna cut it up for you. Um, so yeah, I had this idea. I'm like, I gotta start selling meat and start cutting up animals for people because I was getting calls for farmers to, hey, cut a cow up. We can't get sure, meat. I got. Sure. That's what it was for, right? And little did I know, I couldn't even get meat, like from my suppliers. That's how bad it was. And meat price was just a skyrocket. Not only could you three, not get it, but if you, could, if you could somewhat find yeah. it somewhere. You couldn't even. I, it got to the point where I wanted to make, finally got everything lined up. Um, I couldn't even make beef sticks. Couldn't even get beef. That is, that's beef ridiculous. Trim. That's crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. So you're going in your head going like, hey, you know what? I'm like, man, I wish I started this earlier. I, I could have <laughs> had a full freezer and emptied it in about a week. But how crazy is it? You started this business with some of the help, would you say, from the pandemic? Of kind of giving you the idea of going, yeah. hey, I need to transform. I know you kind of have thought about the idea, but it kind of helped jumpstart it. Didn't it was a hundred and ten percent intentional to do that. Yes, gotcha. So, I just saw the opportunity, yeah, and I went for it. And it was a big opportunity too, right. and a huge risk too. Right. I didn't know it was going to work. And you know, with meat processing, um, and I know we kind of talked about this last time to taxidermy. You, I mean, the sky's the limit. Yeah, I mean, you can scale. That's what we were talking about, scaling. Scale it fast, big, easy. Not easy. That's the wrong word. It may seem easy because it's just how I roll, but um, sky's the limit. I mean, I can sell online. I can uh, you know, market with the internet and e-commerce. Scale now. it super fast. Yeah. And this, yeah. help, this definitely helped me scale it super fast. So it's, it's crazy to think that this uh, – Helped jumpstart that just a little 100%. bit. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's awesome. And it was it wasn't by an accident. It was one hundred percent intentional. And I'm, and it it would have been so easy for you to just go just go. Well, I'm gonna try to wait this out, right. and I'm not gonna try to you know, uh, 
diversify and try to get into a, a different, you know, business during this. Cause that would be too crazy. All this is going on. I need to worry about my finances. I need to worry about the people that are working for me right now in the taxidermy business. Yeah. And all I thought about was how do I expand into this market? And which is amazing. Dude, <laughs> that is, that's wild. <laughs> that is wild to think about how if you're you were like, in my shoes, a, you probably would have done it too. There's a pandemic going on and you're like, you know what? Let's roll. Yeah, I got an idea and this yeah, is going to work and, and I'm going to make it work. I told this to everyone. I'm like, right now is your reset for life. Anything you haven't done that you wanted to do, now's your chance to do it. Like the risk is honestly a lot lower. You can't even go to work. If you want to start a business, now's the time to do it. Right. If you want to start working out, we're at home all the time. Yep. Now's the time to yep. do it. You can either do that or you can sit on the couch and eat Twinkies all day. <laughs> and, and, and that's the mindset that you have to have. Not only do you need to commit to owning a business, but you need to go that extra step when things like that happen, you need to go, yep, I'm going to make this work. Yeah. I'm just going to make it work. Period. Yeah. And it was always like, I always knew that I wanted to make jerky, but how, how do you get into that? Right. Right. Well, I got to start a meat plant. So that was step one. So now kind of moving forward, it's, you're kind of, okay, I've got the, I've got the idea. Now you're to the point of, okay, let's make this actually happen. Um, when did you start? I mean, cause you had to get state inspected oh, yeah. throughout the facility. I knew nothing about anything. I thought I could just do a paint the walls and get yep. a meat license. <laughs> so I went online. Okay. Who do I call? Um, I called a bunch of people. You can't, the state is hard to get things going, especially in times like this. I was going like, to say, I mean, times up by two or you, three right now. You got to put the pressure on. Yep. Yep. So I'm calling, emailing, yeah. like reaching out to Cause everyone. everyone's working at home. You don't have people at the office going, Hey, yep. uh, Mike, did you happen to look at, you know, these right. emails right. that got right. sent, you know, now you're working right. with people individually at their own house. Right. But with this being said, I had, uh, you know, when you put effort into something and it's what you're supposed to be doing, doors will open for you also. I do believe Absolutely. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's just how the universe works. Mm -hmm. Like you decide and commit to something and you're just pounding every day the universe is going to get out of your way yeah it's it's a numbers game but yes yeah, a, absolutely yeah, yeah. if you if you work at something it's bound especially to show. when you're 100 percent committed you're determined this is i'm gonna do this and that's it that's period i'm gonna make it work yeah my man hey that's what i'm all about yeah and that's what uh that's what we like to talk about here it's fun to talk about absolutely that stuff. so yeah so you have to get inspected under internet. Yeah. Just looking stuff up. Okay. What it takes to own a meat plant. Okay. Department of Agriculture. Okay. Call them. And luckily I met some good contacts, um, through talking to these different people. And one of those people very grateful for, they put the pressure on the state say, Hey, we need to speed this process up, not just for me, but for other meat plants uh -huh. to either uh -huh. scale, expand or start because we need them now. So and um, I, I they, don't want to put you on the spot. Do you remember roughly that month that you had that conversation where you weren't even or had a license yet, but you were like, Hey, cause right now it's March, middle of March. And, um, we're at the stay at home order right now. And we're having a hard time communicating with you know right. businesses because what can we do and what can't we do? Say your question again. Do you remember, do you remember, um, back before you got roughly what month you were trying to get a hold of all these people? Was it like the middle of March or was it kind of more in April? I think it was like mid to end of April Okay. when I really started. Okay. Okay. Idea. Is this something I want to do? Right. Okay. Committed. I'm going to do it. Um, and just went from there. So we're about a month, month and a half into the pandemic. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you know what? This is, this is going to stick around for quite some time. Right. We don't even know. No idea. And no one knows. No, no. one knows how long this is going to be around Uncertainty. for. Uncertainty. Okay. Right. So you're like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go for it and go for it now. So that's when you started reaching out to people is April and still a month and a half in two months. 
I would say that things are still crazy. Kind of, I, I don't want to say chaos, but like, yeah. it was. No one could. No one knew what they could and could not do right. with the right. stay-at-home order. I was a little bit nervous, but more excited for the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Like looking back, yeah, well, there were some scary things for sure. Like just because of uncertainty, right? How did you feel? Oh man, um, like you probably were terrified. Oh my, yeah. yeah. I, like I said, I was less than. I a think year I got old. a little thing broken in my head. I was, I was literally. A little scared, but not too much. Just more anxious. And the and and you went anything. yeah. And and when this hit, you went towards a business uh, that you saw that there was room for growth. I went towards. There's a huge need for it in my yeah. community because these people were calling me and say, "Hey, we can't get it." And with the meat plants closing down everywhere, that people wanted cattle and um, stuff butchered went from three to four months to two or three years. Right. So I'm like, okay, right, 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 right. I can open this up and just be swamped with work right off the bat. So you to- totally switched your game plan of mm-hmm. your business period. Right. What, what Alex Lease is doing, he totally switched it. Right. I just went a kind of a different direction of how I was getting my name out there. And we can talk about that in a sec, but yeah. I, I do want to, I, I, I want to go back to, um, when you were kind of first starting out, um, and, you were having these phone conversations with these, uh, the state, you know, getting your business up and running. Do you think any of them were scratching their head going, what is this guy doing? Oh yeah. And they were impressed with how fast I did it. And that, I, I remember that there was a lady that you were working with that you're like, uh, yeah, it usually takes you X amount of months. I did it easily a six month project in three months. And it, the, it, it was, if you were a business that was running it or you were going to expand or whatever, I didn't have any money either. I just bootstrapped it. That's the word. And guys, I, I do remember him saying this because I, I remember getting like three or four different emails a day on some other projects that I was working on on for him. Um, and it was just like five minutes later, an email would come through. Another two minutes later, another email would come through. I mean, he just wanted to get after it right away and make this thing happen now. Right, because if I'm not going to do it, someone else might. Right. Yeah. And I actually, when this first started happening, I wrote it on my whiteboard right there. You see that? It says, I will get through this and be bigger, better, stronger, and more confident. Love it. Before all this happened, like yep. as soon as shit hit the fan. I wrote that down there and I made that happen because Ooh. I decided to, committed to it, and 2020 was by far the best year of my life by far. And I think you could probably say the same. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's a difference though from saying it and actually doing it. Right. Not only did you say it, you actually did it. Yeah, I decided to. I and decided this now is what you're starting to be. reap the benefits of yeah. your hard work. Yeah, just starting over, but uh, it's a new business and it's a lot of fun, that's for sure. So then who were some of your, I mean, you, then you started getting some contracts and then you started to get kind of the ball rolling after you. Yeah. Cause state. I saw all these other things like there's this program, this program, these people need meat. And I just researched a lot of different yep. things, got my foot in the door, met some people, made some phone calls. Um, and now things happen quick, super quick. Yeah. With business. Yeah. Um, to get, I, I, I mean, you made, you, you made your connections so quick and you had, um, you had business coming in pretty pretty quick for crazy starting right? out yeah like looking back it's like what just happened in the past year yeah you you're not even a year old not right even now. i right. got my meat i think it was like june or july when right. i got my state meat license so. now now people knew of you but they didn't know that you started this whole new this is a whole new business whole new business whole new business yeah. and next thing you know you're From taking zero it. right yeah. right we did deer processing yep. that's it yep and which I, was a great business right. too by the way but right this is a totally different and you weren't taking any customers really from taxidermy. Maybe it's ones and twos, but it's like of, of like jobs. But you know, you're starting right because that time you, of the year you get through the fall rush and you're just swamped with work. Right. So I did this while I was working. Right. On that or remodeling the shop, I would, 
I think it was about eight hours a day, and then I would spend the next three working on the computer, office work, getting paperwork done for this project, and then I, I started running at night, too. So right. during all this, I actually started getting in better shape. Yep. So. Um, also on top of that, let's um, for those of you guys uh, who haven't been here, it wasn't, I mean, it was set up for immediate processing um, business, yes. but it was not. Ready. Quite ready. It wasn't ready. There had, ex- I, yeah, explain yeah. to some of the I stuff that you did. I had a high school crew working all summer, which was awesome. They did a great job remodeling, painting, you know, grinding. Because that's all state certified stuff. You need yeah. to, there's, they there's did a guidelines. walkthrough and they looked around and then uh, said, you need to do this, 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 and this. I probably spent 10 or 15,000. Um, Just getting the building ready. To get it past, maybe past inspection. Yeah. I didn't know if it was going <laughs> to. But I just knew what to do. I'm like, we got to do this, right. this, this, and this after they did a walkthrough with me. And So not only do you have to get your license yeah. for the meat processing and come up with recipes and coming up with um, ways to take temperature, all that stuff, you also had a building that you had to yeah. kind of renovate. And I didn't know any of the food safety stuff. That was right. the hardest part. They're called HACCP plans, if anyone knows what that is. So every product or category that you do, yep. you need to have food safety validation and explain the different hazards that come with it. So I, I feel like I got a degree in food science right? in those three months too. <laughs> this is crazy to think that yeah. you were doing all this when we were in a pandemic. Right. And um, you saw the opportunity and went for it. And, and it was go, go, go. Yeah. I didn't stop at all for anything. Yep. It was wake up, um, work all day, do paperwork on the computer, work out, eat, bed, repeat for months. And that's kind of... That, that's all I did. That, I, didn't, I don't think Andy ever saw me during that time, did you? <laughs> <laughs> that that's funny that you kind of bring up a routine i'm a very routine type base guy oh, um, i think other business the better people the routine the more strict it is yeah the more confident you are the better your life is and the more you can get done and i think real quick to adding on that i think eating healthy and working out helps build a good routine for yourself and then oh, you can you take that so what you better. apply there and right. and, and put we'll do a business. whole episode on routine love it it's one of the most important things you can do i couldn't agree like more your habits and routine i couldn't, mean that's everything yeah so it yeah, kind of, it reflects how you do business, right? So yeah, we got the the state meat license. They came in and uh, gave me the license, got some contracts, and then we started doing mobile slaughter. Made some connections there, and uh, now we're doing a little bit of everything, selling stuff online. We're building a new cooler right now to take in double the amount of animals. And you're like ten min, ten months in. Ten months in, I spent, <laughs> and every uh, mo- every penny I made, other than basic needs, I dumped back into the business, and that. The best part about it is I've been in business for nine years. I know a couple things, right? Mm-hmm. So I could use that to start, build, and grow this business and go from zero to where we are a year, not nine months later. It's awesome. We, But we, if I didn't have that training before. Absolutely. Yeah. Eight, it was, I guess it was eight years then because it's nine years now. If I didn't have that business training before and learn and struggle and all that hard stuff and all those lessons, if I would have started from zero – with no business experience, this would have never even, it's not right. even realistic. It's impossible. But it, it comes down to when you say putting money in your own company, I do the same. It's, it's Put discipline. Put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's discipline. You can't, you can't uh, start a business and, and think that you're going to walk away, you know, that you have in, in your head, you know, six figures. I, this first year, I can't wait to make six figures because I've got right. all these people lined up. If you make a decent amount of money, I mean, put it back into the company. You want it to grow. Right. Yeah. Right. It actually talks about that in the Bible too. It says the first three years, put everything back in and then pay yourself. And that works. Yeah. I mean, you've been doing it for eight years and now you're taking that knowledge and applying it to this new stuff. Right. And I'm, now I'm, I'm, I literally am taking it as I'm starting back at zero mm-hmm. when I started this mm-hmm. and building from the ground up. 
investing it all back in. And like that it, speeds the growth up too. And that takes discipline. It does, yeah. But when you do it enough, it's a habit. Right. You don't oh, even think about and it. And it's addictive. Yeah, it's a habit. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm going to... And we're business guys. We like buying toys and equipment. That is true. Like, when you can afford a new piece of equipment, what does it do? It moves the bottleneck. It gets more efficient. You can get shit done. It's I seriously fun. think of it as like a toy. Like I bought yeah. a saw the other day right. um, to work on uh, signs, custom signs, and... I bought it in my head, and like yes, this is my this is my brand Keep brand new little out. toy. Oh yeah! So and it and it it's uh and you got to have goals to work towards too. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Then you you should always have the mindset of just you got to keep growing. Yes. Yeah. Never. So as soon as you get it, okay. What's what do they call it? Plateau, right? Is that yeah? Is that's that... in a hospital. You're dead when you see that flat line. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't a good thing. It's the same thing in business. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have little peaks, but it should always be going right. up. It's okay though to dip back down. But yeah. go back you up. Better, yeah, if you go back up. Yep, yep. So, yeah, that's kind of how outdoor addiction meat processing started in the pandemic. Saw a major opportunity. It was like, boom, right in front of my face. Yep. So it was like, either do it or don't. And luckily, I decided to do it as crazy as I was. But the stars aligned. Yeah. And not only that, you just worked hard and kept at it. And... Best decision I ever made in my life, for sure. That's crazy to Best think. year of my life, for yeah. sure. 100%. Crazy to think. Right. And now your main focus is... And it's it... not... I didn't get lucky at all. I agreed no i get that i, <laughs> I t- it took me a second to think opportunity and, and, and to hard process work, that yes money yes, at risk yep. equals you know when people are saying oh you capitalize the you know on on this um must be nice yeah well mm-hmm. yeah it must be nice <laughs> working 18 hours a day for I, years i was gonna say you know and the funny thing too is uh giving when, up everything when you tell people or you count your hours and you tell people what you work in, in a day and how many hours. I used to do that. You, I thought I was like working hard. No. Like I worked this, dude, I don't even. No. <laughs> I mean, people ask you, they're like, so what I'm like, I'm now my mindset. You want to know my mindset on that now? Yes. Rabbit hole. Um, used to be how many hours can I work in a week? Now I'm like, how many hours can I work in a week? Okay. So 40 hours times five employees. Okay. That's 200 hours. How do I get to a thousand hours a week? Yes. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> that. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. I've never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine is I, I I don't keep track I, I I do the exact opposite I lose track of wh- where I am with like time and whatnot like time of day or not time of day but time of the week or day of the week I want to say there will be some weeks where I'm like is today Wednesday Thursday Monday right right I had that hey, what are you same, doing for the weekend same thing I think working did you start off like macho man see oh, how yeah. much you could work and like I work uh-huh. this much dude uh-huh. stupid oh yeah I would I would I would go down there I would stay down there till about midnight at my, I at my this shop much. yeah but yeah. what'd you get done exactly because when I was saying that I didn't get anything done <laughs> no and but I think it's easy for us too because we're passionate about what we do right and we love it and we're growing we're, we're a little right. bit different than when we started yep um and I had this really good idea and I totally forgot what it was so but On you to so so to to um, go back on things. When you started this company, um, you had in your head that you wanted to do beef. I knew forever since I started in business that I want to make and sell beef jerky. Beef I just jerky. had this idea. Yeah. That's all it was. And you're on your way and yeah. getting and into e-commerce. And I really think and... when you have this idea, and I know other people that can vouch for this, like that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I don't know why. That's just what I felt like I wanted to do. And now you're on e-commerce and... Now we're starting to make jerky. Yep. Beef strips. Beef We'll call strips. it jerky as soon as I get this more food sign. Blah, blah, blah. Done. Blah, it's blah, blah. Jerky. I love that blah, blah, blah. I, more than this blah, blah, blah. It says blah, beef blah. strips. When people come in, I'm like, it's jerky. It's the same thing. And what are these beef strips? What is like, beef it's, strips? It's, 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 beef, it's, it's beef jerky. Yeah, it's jerky. Yeah, it just says it's beef strips. No. 
But yeah, so with that, um, all sounds great, you know, but with that comes a lot of new problems. Uh, Been yes. getting my ass whooped the past year. Okay. More than ever. Yeah. But it's good for you. Absolutely. I mean, we, and I was talking to someone the other day about this. Um, the more like, problems you have, oh the better. Gosh. Oh my gosh, yeah. If you don't have any problems, problems, are you growing? Are you growing? Right, yeah. Problems are a sign that you're doing something big. Yeah. Or you're doing something really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mainly, but mainly big. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not scared to, you know, have those problems, you know, as long as you work through them and learn and grow and, yeah. It's all part of it. Would you say it's more of having the same recurring problem means it's a big negative, but if you have new problems, it's a good thing. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. For and me, I've had reoccurring problems too. Yeah. And sometimes it takes, like, I'm very self aware. So when I see something that I didn't catch that was going on, it really hits home and it, like, I get, like, depressed. Because I notice, I'm like, okay, this is wrong, this is wrong, I got to fix this. But when someone else brings it to me, I'm like, shoot, I didn't even notice. Right. I feel like such a loser. But then you got to fix it, you know, and move on. Right. Absolutely. Those things, like, all these big accomplishments sound great. They're not even, I'm just getting started. They're not even. You know, they're good things and we're moving forward, but it's way more powerful when one of those bad things happen. You know, it just, it just, it's so, it does so much more to me. Right. It just knocks you on the ground and just all you can think about versus when you have a really good thing happen. I just, great. What's next? Let's right. Go. Right. So, but you know, you learn from that stuff and that's what I it mean, shapes character too. Yeah. And that goes back to uh, your question, Andy, when, when you don't learn from your mistakes, that is not good. Right. You need, I mean, once or twice, yes, but if it's a reoccurring thing. Yeah, and I'm guilty of it for sure. I mean, we all are. Yeah. We, I mean, we all I'll are. I'll be the first but, to admit it. But uh, it, it's something that you have to have in the back of your mind and go that you go, okay, I've made these mistakes, same mistakes for the last couple of times. I need to learn from them. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Okay. So coronavirus, one year in. What's what's the EP yeah. graphics, Eric Preen? What's story? up? What's happening? Um, what to do, my man? Let's hear it. I was so confused when this hit. Uh, first off, I didn't even know. Were we? Oh, yeah. We kind of talked a little bit. A little this. bit. Yeah. yeah. More like what should businesses be doing? And we can even do another episode on this. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My roommate came in and he's like, hey. um, Like there's with all the grants and funding and stuff. Yeah, like that's yes. a whole other yep, subject. Yep, yep, Because we both got into that. Yeah, big time. I um, mean, if there's money out there, like don't be ashamed to go get it. No. If you can use it to grow your business, you are obligated to. And if you don't. I don't know. Love it. No, agreed. Someone's going to get yeah. it and yep. use it to, to grow and serve their customer base. And, and, and like you were saying, don't feel awkward or weirded out that you're, you know, taking money that is uh, meant to be spent on, on your behalf of the business because right. that's just putting money back into the yeah, economy. Yeah, it's putting money into your local economy. Dude, we, we will have a great segment on this. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. I mean, um, I want some money. I need to build a new walk-in cooler that costs 150 grand. If they're If the government's got some, let's roll. Yep. Agreed. Hey, gonna take a quick mental note, and yes, that is gonna be another. That's gonna be a podcast. All right. Yeah. Um, it, I'm excited for that yeah. one because I looked into so many different things, and I'm actually looking into new grants for meat processing plants that are um, talked about in this new stimulus bill, and I'm trying to find them, and I can't find them. And it's fun stuff. Okay, let, let's roll it back here because I have a big question here. How were you able to decide or stay open as an essential business? Ah, great question. So. Cause like food processing, that was automatically essential. It was by the mandate, and I wasn't. I was done yeah. with deer processing for the year. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's great. <laughs> and like you mentioned now earlier, what? and I live above my. I have a house above well, my shop building. Yeah. On top yep. of my building, so yeah. I'm like, I'm working from home. <laughs> <laughs> 
But if I could go back, I would have never like, I would have said, dude, you stay here and you work. Let's go. Right. Right. You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, my first thought was, well, is this the end? Is this it's it? Not, it's not even. It's not even a year, and I'm already thinking like we're done. Yeah, Shut this is this is this is it. I can't be an essential business, and then if that's not the case, I can't pay my bills because you have bills, obviously, when you're running a business, and then you, you you automatically get the worst thought in your head, and that's the first thing is like, well, I guess I'm going to be shut down for good. And luckily, I wasn't, am not, and it I, it's terrible. But a lot of people ended up having to close their doors permanently. Um, because of this, um, when I was doing research, that makes me so mad. By the way, <laughs> on on people closing doors, yeah, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, yeah. Lot, you, I, it, I, in looking back, like a lot of that could have easily been avoided. There was yeah, very there, unfortunate. There, yeah, there were a lot of businesses. I mean, people's lives just ruined. There were a lot of businesses. Like, imagine if that, that happened to me or you. Yeah, I, and that's what I. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so when I first got, uh, you know, notified that all this was happening. I, I was really confused at, you know, okay, what makes an essential business? So then you, and like you talked about before, Alex, it seemed like everything was kind of just rushed out there and no one knew what was going on, what was being said, what were the rules. It was a total free for all. It was. And that's how it felt. I shouldn't say that's, that's what it was. That's, that's exactly how it fe- what it was. That's how it felt to me. That's how it was. <laughs> <laughs> so it seemed like every other day, rules were changing and it's like well wait a second we need to you know we need to figure out what's going on so when it when a week went by um i i was working on small jobs um and not selling anything because i didn't think that i was essential but when they came out that um people who provided uh work um or signage to like healthcare facilities or um uh like dentist office or um, essential business. It's, uh, yeah, essential businesses. Essential businesses. Yes. If, if, brushing your teeth is important, but making a sign isn't. <laughs> so if I was helping essential businesses out, I was considered an essential um Okay, so business. what did you do there? You said, okay, I'm not essential. How do I become essential? Well, yeah, but it was funny because I actually had a customer reach out to me that was a very essential business um, and they needed stuff made. And I was like, Bing, check. I'm I'm good to go. And I promise you, you are essential because you help me out a lot. <laughs> I love that. Yes, yes. Um, so that's that's what kind of you know started it. I was very fortunate enough that I had this customer reach out, and if they wouldn't have, I I don't know what I, I I'm I'm I don't like to be a rule breaker, but at the same time, it's like, what do you do? You, you I mean, got, that's what entrepreneurs are. You you break the rules in a good way, right? But uh, you don't so, go by the status quo, right? Eh, yes, outside eh, the yes. box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Break yep. out the box. Yep. So I then got you know classified, and I even actually had paperwork um, that uh, I had my suppliers send me. Um, so I was actually classified as an essential business. So I actually had paperwork if I got asked um, to give to whoever's asking um, why my doors are still open here. Here, I'm I'm eligible to you know. Stay open. So then I'm like, okay, well, what businesses are staying open? What businesses are not closed for good, but closed? And how can I go after that market? You got to remember, guys, I'm less than a year old in this business. Um, and I'm still building my clientele. Way farther ahead than I was a year in a business. <laughs> Moons away. I don't know if I'd go that far. Oh, yeah. 100%. Dude, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> um, I was an idiot when I started business. I, 
can relate so <laughs> much it's dumb oh yeah some of the stories oh my gosh we got it we'll, we'll we should do a show on yeah we should on have like that. dumb stories or dumb the things that, shit we did yeah starting our business yep. yeah yeah and not intentional fun. either it wasn't like hey yeah, just looking this back is gonna to be fun no, was i like, think yeah you know yeah <laughs> i got plenty of those um so going after businesses now that are essential and basically able to so you were intentional about that too though like I, you had to be, otherwise yeah. you're not going to get paid. I mean, you, agree. You got to adapt. You or have to. You have to go get after, wiped off the map. Right. I, you you have to go over after businesses that were up and running because um, you take the risk of working for businesses that um, aren't up and running yet, and them not paying you because they don't have any um, cash flow. Or exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's not. I mean, it's not on them. It's just. It's just how the economy works and how everything worked out. And so I went after businesses that. Um, were essential. And on top of that, I'm also still trying to get my name out there. So it's not like I had like a list of like people like, all right, and these are all the people I'm going to be contacting and getting work from. Bootstrapping. Yeah. Did you go to every single business you knew and make COVID signs for them? Be like, you need these. You need a masks required sign. You need a wash your hands. You need social distancing stickers on your floor. Jackpot. You know... Yeah, as how many my, of those signs did you do? I yeah. I, I did several, yes. but it was um, there were some that was uh, you know washing hands. We're we're clean. We're we're a safe environment. We're a clean, safe environment. Um, stuff like that. Yeah, I know the health department went through, I think state something like that, and right. got all those signs done for like individual restaurants. I just didn't. I was wondering how much you did. Um, not so much for the uh, yeah, not so much for the state, but more for private. Um, organizations that are healthcare facilities, but we also got to keep in mind. I mean, when this and, and and if I remember correctly, didn't I mean spending in general kind of stopped just for like a little bit? I mean, spending as far as what? Uh companies when this all hit, people are like, we're gonna wait off on our suppliers yeah. for right now because I I oh. I do business to business. I don't do really business to I consumer. Was, I was doing tr- training for recessions and economic crises because. I wanted to learn what to do, what not yeah. to do. And mm-hmm. that's probably the worst thing you could do is stop spending. Because if you stop spending, uh, they stop getting money. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. their businesses that they pay to stop getting money. And it just wrecks the whole economy. And then, So but, I deliberately made sure I you know, paid my bills to all my vendors. and Because and, and, they need it now more than I, ever. And, and that comes way. back to you. It does. Yeah. Business is karma, 100%. Right. What you do is what you're going to get all day, every day. So a couple of days that kind of like, it didn't freeze, but it, people like slowed down on right. ordering things and it just did. to see what happened. Yeah. Just to see People what we're scared, but we need money in the economy and we need spending to yeah. happen. Yeah. And there's no spending. We're and not, how not to do that is print $10 trillion and expect that to not have any negative right. consequences. <laughs> <laughs> not to go on a, a sidetrack there. Um, <laughs> on next week episode, the federal reserve. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after I, uh, started doing some jobs and was essential, I, you Good know, for you, man. I, I did the best I could and tried Central. to reach out. <laughs> I tried to reach out to as many people as possible um, that still had their doors yeah, so open. Yeah, you're, you're going out there and getting it. I it ain't gonna come to you. Nope. And what really, especially not during that. And <laughs> and uh, what I talked about in the first episode where I was knocking on doors, I was not able to knock on doors anymore. It was an right. all virtual. It was a virtual world. So if that's what you're doing and you stop doing it, you're done. Yeah. So I adapt. Had to, I had to adapt. Yep. Um, and or the, get wiped off the map. And the biggest thing was I turned to uh, social media, and that was one of the bigger um, parts in helping me move forward with sales. Cause it's like, okay, love I, it. 
you can only email is awesome. I like email. I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk about how much, um, business I, I, I get from email or don't get from email, but the social media, I feel like helps that much more because they're able to not only read a message that you send them, but also look at your work and it's a quick snapshot. And people are on that. Very much, All very day. much so. Yeah, yeah. They're even they're they're like when Andy's working his eight hour day, three of that hours is on <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Seven, maybe eight. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, people are on it constantly. Um, so that was that was one of my uh, bigger power. I moves love that, I, that because I, I love social media. Yeah. It's God's gift to Earth. Yes, it can be a pain sometimes because you have to. I, sometimes hard, it gets yeah. it gets into my way of like I just want to. Takes a lot of time and discipline that's where i'm getting at yeah mm-hmm. it takes a lot of time to post yeah. certain things i like how you said that though because i transitioned when i built yeah, this business right. yeah. i said i'm going to open a meat plant do this blah blah blah, blah and then i'm going to start selling my stuff online and build that business using social media that's my game plan we're and we talked about this last last episode we're moving to a virtual world like right even more so even though we're kind of getting out of you know being virtual from this pandemic um because people are starting to go out more we're starting to get vaccines people feel more comfortable going out i think that this was a big move towards the virtual world and it moving is, yeah. back towards it i'd never done a zoom call before yeah ne- hey neither have i <laughs> and people are like yeah you got on zoom and i'm like what's zoom First my car goes like, zoom weird i hate them <laughs> yeah i've right. done i'm used to them now i've done all i mean my... i would i facetime you know and social media stuff like that but right. zoom's just it was new yeah for sure and now yeah all, all university schools anyway so so the world was becoming virtual and social media is where i took to and today still today that is still one of my biggest like avenues of getting my name out there because you're able to go out and talk to people but it's it's people are still masked up it's hard to see the right people because they have the front entrances right. so closed it's right. only the you know receptionist that you can talk to um so social media has just been awesome and it's been awesome because i'm also reaching out to in my in my case the correct people so if if i talk to someone on social media that's a big corporation usually i'm talking to their marketing person and that's the person that does the ordering or works with the people that do the ordering for signs decals graphics all sorts of stuff so mm-hmm. i'm able to really capitalize on um social media and talking to the correct people because that's not necessarily always the owner yeah and that's hard to hard to get to those people sometimes it is sometimes yeah, yeah. but uh yeah that's been that's been kind of my take on when when this hit it was okay reach out to businesses that i already have relationships with right and How what do, you did before right. you better be doing five times as much to right. maybe get the same result right maybe and then it's okay i can't meet people in i can't i can't meet with people um in person so where can i go now and then that's when social media really hit um and yeah it's been it's been an awesome ride with that like i said it takes time and there are some days that are better than others when it comes to like taping things and working mm-hmm. out just like you got some good videos you're business. good, at, you're good at i try it. you know and get a little bit of light in there with those what what, what are these things called ring lights ring you gotta lights. Get, i got i got oh, a small one awesome. I, I gotta yeah. get a bigger one though a i love small one. yeah it makes all the difference so nice yeah make mm-hmm. you look good mm-hmm. so yeah and then you know that kind of brings us to a little bit fast forward but that kind of brings us to today um where people are starting to get more comfortable to meet in person, you know, mm-hmm. I still, I'm now able to kind of do my drop offs more in person. Right. Um, if they're local, otherwise I'm shipping, um, product all over the place. And now 
well, with COVID I'm, I, and focusing on social media, I was able to now go e-commerce and I go uh, nationwide with my product. So I'm all the way in California um, to Connecticut, uh, down in Texas. So even though this is still going on, me and me and you are both still just hitting it straight on. Hammering it. Yeah. Yeah. Going for it. And, and I mean, you're starting to ship stuff all over the place. Yeah. Yep. Just starting to get that figured out. No idea what I'm doing yet, but it's a learning curve. Oh my Agreed. gosh. Remember when we sat down in here before I even had an online store? Like let's let's have a meeting. Oh yeah. Not a meeting. Yeah. Let's let's go see if we can figure out how to ship stuff online. <laughs> Dude, I remember that. What was like, it about? Something like that. Yeah, it was well, it was it was the um it was the behind the scenes, okay, once someone places an order, how does it get shipped? Duh. We want Who to do print I ship la- it with? How yeah. do I print a label? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a label. We, we printer. Need that what third, label printer do you have? Exactly. That third party, it was like, okay, they type in all their information. How does it compute to a label? We're not going to manually type in a person's address. When they type it in to right. order something, Check that's. Out. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like the confusing part. Mm-hmm. But uh, the learning curve of e commerce. Right. So, so would you say you got those clients like on the East and West Coast and down South from your social media? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So it was really a blessing in disguise. Absolutely. Yeah. So when, when I was able to really capitalize on the social media side You weren't of reaching things, those people before, were you? No. I found them on Instagram because uh, I was searching names and of just like products. Like I would type in like hot sauces or um, barbecue rubs or stuff like that. Yeah. You, you know. Creativity. Right. And, and, I, and I'm going after these smaller companies that that want a good product and a, and a and a good price and someone to talk with on the phone and it's funny because some of the some of them turned into phone conversations and they didn't know that i was actually printing them quoting them shipping them and when people say oh dude this is a real dude i'm working with him like they're gonna always use yeah it. yeah exactly and so that so to make the you're building relationships with them too right to build the personal connection, which which I was missing out on because it wasn't the in-person stuff, I right. was still able to kind of do that with social media. Um, and that's when I was really able to capitalize on uh, going from coast to coast and people going, hey, I don't care where you know, you're know you located. If you can show me that you have good product and good customer service, absolutely. And, and, and I think everyone should know that. You should never uh, go into business uh, looking at what your competitors um, can do better than you but look at what you can do the best at you know you what you can be the best at for you know? your customers yeah you're you're gonna make yourself sick by looking at your competitors going oh my goodness well they can do this and they can do that better and they can do all this okay well why don't you focus on a couple specific things and become the best at it mm-hmm. or you know in customer service you can beat anyone in customer service you know what i mean you, you if if you put your mind um set to having a great customer service base when you talk to your clients that sometimes that will that will win over money 100 yeah. percent agree yeah. yeah and a good product that's super cool so yeah adapt that's stay disciplined adapt yeah. overcome that's so. the way to go no i like those i like those two words yeah yeah and that's what it's it been was about a wild year i can't believe it's been a year since that yeah roughly yep um it seems like I've, there's been so many things in between now and then Oh, I know. But it doesn't seem that long ago. Yeah. You know? It's mm-hmm. a weird thing. So what are you most looking forward to? Eric, you go first. Uh, most looking forward to in this next year to come. 2021. With, mm-hmm. with vaccines coming out and getting back to in-person type stuff. Yeah. So they were, 
don't quote me on this, but I think end of July is kind of what they had in mind. And if that's the case, um, I'm really excited to meet with some of the connections that I made virtually, actually in person. Get out, meet and, some people. And then go back to, you know, pounding on doors. I, I will never stop doing that. I think that's still one of the best ways to grow your business. And if people say, you know, oh, you can reach them by email or phone call. I think if you have time and it's in person, I, th- I think you are more likely to get a sale than, than, than reaching someone you know, over the phone. So, and I like, and I love meeting with my people. I mean, the people that I work with, they're they're awesome. I I love coming up here, delivering stuff and being able to have a quick conversation with you and then moving on for my day. I mean, it's a nice break than to just be stuck in my uh, shop all day. So I think, Oh, absolutely. I think what I'm looking forward to is actually face to face. Yes. Oh yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Good, good. What about you, Alex? Rephrase the question. What are you most looking forward like just to in, general? in this upcoming year with everything opening back up again? Yeah, but it's really not. I, I mean, I don't see that changing anytime soon. I really don't. I mean, do you? Uh, the I, vaccines I are I rolling out. Nothing's changed. I, I guess I don't know. I don't know if if uh, people then are able to install like restaurants. I don't know if they're able to hold more people now, in, like the uh, where they're able to seat, sit people. I don't know if, if, if that's going to grow. I think and, people are just adapting to how it is. Sure. Like carry out, take out. Some places you can go in and then you wear your mask and you sit down and take it off, which makes zero sense. <laughs> and, that, and that's been a big thing is uh, takeout and delivery. Yeah. That's been, that's been, yeah. A so, thing. like restaurants that were fortunate enough to make it happen, um, when they switched in gear to that, I think right. that was like, you had to, right? right? I mean, it'd be cool to get someone's perspective who's in that kind of business. The restaurant. How they got through yeah. this. Yeah. Because yeah. that was probably one of the harder ones. Restaurants, gyms. We'll have to have like someone that. on the show that, yeah, who beat. The COVID. Yeah, I mean, because the, the the, they they the were I would I would say beat the order. <laughs> out of uh, out of all the businesses, I think restaurants um, had 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 one of the harder uh, times trying to survive through. I think all so. This. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, we're very fortunate, um, yes. but we also made good decisions. It's, and that's the other lucky. thing. Not only are we fortunate, we also worked hard right. and we made good decisions. The biggest thing that got me through this and and kept me on course to where I'm at, where I'm going was disciplined mm-hmm. 100% mm-hmm. sticking to my habits, adding new ones mm-hmm. and just beating it down every day and not, you know, not skipping those, those simple things. Sure. And that, yeah, I mean, and those are great habits to have, yep. uh, especially during a time like this. Yeah. So one year we made it 2021 is a new year. We're going to do some huge things this yep. year. Y'all thought last year was big. Wait till you watch what we're going to do this year. You bet. What's your plan for what, like not with COVID, but what's your goals for this year? Uh, Since goal, we're talking at the one-year anniversary, goals, 2020, now it's 2021. Goals, goals, goals. I think, for me, it's... um. That's a good question. I think the main thing for me would be still reaching out to more customers, but becoming more effective at it um, and building a, a, a bigger clientele for my label side of things. So I also create um, labels. I might it does all mine. That. If you go to addictionsticks.com... Get yours today. He makes all the labels on there, and they look awesome. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah. No. And and I take pride in that stuff. And you help me love design my logo. Like I said, I want you this leg it. and this bull skull. Let's do it. Mix it up. Let's do it. Um. <laughs> so I think uh, building a bigger clientele when it comes to labels, um, because that's more automated. I have a machine that's that's pretty much automated, and I'm able to do other things while that machine prints. Yeah. You so bought, you, that this is what that does in business. You bought time exactly that's yeah, how you yeah, buy time 100 yep, yep. that's what that's all you did 
taking another mental note and another segment. Got it. <laughs> yes. Another, another segment that we're going to be doing. Um, talking about time. And so I think the, the main thing for me would be, um, building a, a bigger customer, um, or a clientele, uh, for my label side of things. That's what I'm. Yeah. And I think social media is a big one for that. And then also can I quick add in there? Yeah. Probably e-commerce. Let's go. Oh man. It's tough. It's tough. I'm getting there. It's tough. It's good. It is, it's yeah. tough. Um, but I think being on top of it, well, this getting is it what, really going let's in do then. this next episode. We're going to talk about e-commerce and here's why, because we're at the bottom. We don't know what we're doing no. And like in a year from now. We'll do another one or whenever what we've learned Got it. and then we can look back. Wow. That's what we thought yep. back then. Yep. Look how much we've learned. <laughs> <laughs> then we can even pull some segments of us talking. Yes, and, like that's so, you know, I love year. that when you can, this is the best part. If you're in a business, you need to record stuff and video it so you can look back on it, yep. see your growth. Um, and just it's people want to watch the process. People want to see you start at the bottom and build a cool business. And people want to support you now more than ever. At least I do. I love supporting local, local businesses. Local, and, local, local. Yeah. Ab- like absolutely. Go, to, go out to your local places, buy local. Um, We're working together. Tip, you know, tip people. Yeah. Yeah. Local businesses, we work together. Right. I mean, he's buying from me and, you know, I'm buying from him from right. sticks and people are buying from him for, right. you know, beef products. We all work together in this we community. We all do. Yep. So local, local, buying local is a, is a huge, huge movement and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So what are your goals? Scale e-commerce a million in sales I love the it. first year. Just, just instantly knew it, <laughs> knew it just right away. Like this is what I want yep. to do. I just got to figure out like what I'm making ads. I got to figure those out and people that get my stuff, they're giving me good reviews. So I know it's going to work. I just got to figure mm-hmm. out how to scale it and monetize it. Yeah. I love it. And I want to buy a new sausage stuffer. Hey. $50,000 to pump some sticks out. Really? Yep. And get so, this cooler project done. That's a big project we've been working on a year. Honestly, I started working on this like when I started this business. I'm sure. like, we need a bigger cooler. Sure. And it's finally happening. So that's a big goal to get that done. And and that's quite the project. Oh my gosh. So you got three big things, e-commerce, yep. scaling that, um, the cooler. That, once I get that done, I can just, we can really ramp it up. And then oh, same- and we're starting a mobile slaughter unit. Okay, and then yeah. that that'd be yeah. so you got four. You yeah. got four big ones. And when that's done, I'm gonna find something else to throw on there. Hey, if if you ain't if you ain't growing, <laughs> you ain't growing. Right. You like that I mean, one? It's just I made like up it, that one. When does it end? It doesn't. No, no, it never ends. You like that one, Andy? That's a good one. Thank you. If you ain't growing, you ain't growing. <laughs> yeah. If you ain't growing, you ain't growing. <laughs> I love it. All right, man. Coronavirus one year anniversary. That's what we did. Maybe it won't work for you. Maybe you got your own story. Um, but you know how we did it and what we adapted. You know, we did. We didn't really talk about too much stuff we did wrong, but I know I did a lot of stuff wrong. But I also learned a lot, and uh, we've I've grown more this year than any year, not just in business, but mentally, physically, um, just everything is is on a whole other level than before. So I'm excited to see what this year brings. Yep. Level up. We learn to adapt. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye.